It's been a long day without you, my friend. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. What's great is that we've already released an episode. Come a long way from where we began. I'll tell you all about it when I oh, see yeah, you yeah. again. When I see you again. Welcome back, listeners. An unexpected return from beyond the grave. In reverse, let's go. We're back. We're back, baby. Once again, the podcast for people who can exclusively understand the Fast and Furious franchise through the guise of anime. And boy, do we have the podcast for you today. I am back pumped ready to go uh joey everybody welcome back um sorry about that but also nobody's listening so you know yeah, anyway. we, uh, we had a little bit of um let's say a life hiccup uh in terms of scheduling where just a ton of shit went wrong all at once um frankly i'm amazed that we only missed two months uh of yeah. recording considering everything that happened but uh now we're back now um, we're back and um, as a result, I've completely forgotten what happens in Fast and Furious Spy Racers. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. So it's a, it's a fucking Spy Racers episode, guys. Our first rec- podcast recording session in two months, pretty much. And we're doing another season of Spy Racers. And oh boy, did we do something stupid this time. <laughs> anyway, did I get the, the intro? That was the Fast and Furious song uh, mashed up with um, uh, Cruel Angel's Thesis. Uh, because oh jesus uh, christ <laughs> oh god okay no i didn't get that how was i supposed to get that <laughs> everyone knows cruel angels thesis sure okay anyway. maybe it's your singing voice no <laughs> Uh, that was not my singing voice. That was special guest star dave matthews <laughs> oh sure yeah the dave matthews man all right mm-hmm. um i see here's the thing before before we got on the call i actually recorded it two ways um as a test at first i recorded it just with my normal singing voice. Wait, um, was that pre-recorded? <laughs> that was no, that was not pre-recorded. I, I okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I, 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 in preparation for this bit, I uh, recorded it on my phone twice to see how it would come through. Oh my god! And I recorded it once, uh, just like normal singing, and recorded it once with like Dave Matthews singing, and the Dave Matthews singing was infinitely better. So uh, here we are. Oh, jeez. Okay, so. <laughs> Fast and Furious Spy Racers. I we're jumping back in uh, head first uh, into uh, the Fast and Furious uh, continuity with uh, a, the expanded a, canon. Of yeah. The oh yeah. The 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 deep lore. <laughs> the deep um, lore. Uh, literally deep this season. Uh, you know, coming around. It, geez. It, it yeah. Catch my meaning. Um, nobody else will because nobody else has ever seen the show besides us. <laughs> oh, I have a I have a theory about about that. Uh, on a on a segment I will bring up uh later on in the in the show. I'm excited. Um, uh, you know, I I've come to the conclusion that I think we actually might be 
maybe not the first people to watch this, but definitely the third and fourth tops. Well, okay, no, I, we, I in a previous Spy Racers episode, I put forward my theory that this is be somehow being used for tax evasion purposes by uh, Netflix and or uh, NBC Universal slash Vin Diesel slash whoever. Sure. Well, anyway, um, this is this is the South Pacific arc. This is one where they're like in the ocean and on some islands. Um, and we decided to watch it as an anime, so we watched on Netflix the Japanese dub of Spy Racers with English subtitles. And then we were very bored. Um, well, first, we watched so I, two episodes of it, then wait, two months of life happened, then we watched the latter six episodes, and we were really bored, so we uh, watched it at 1.5 speed. Okay, I, just... I want to say one thing first, before anybody... Uh, not that anybody's going to get mad, but I want to say one thing. Is it incredibly racist that we heard the word South Pacific and we're like, that's Japan? No, 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 no. Yes, that's not yes, how it, it is. No, but... no, no, that's not how it happened. We were like, okay, here's the, here's the thing, No, that's right? what I was going to say. We were actually trying to decide which season to do the Japanese dub for, like, to watch the Japanese dub for, and decided that South Pacific is the closest geographically, <laughs> geographically we can possibly get. Japan. <laughs> yeah see here's the thing is that um you know there joey and i both um is, this might be a, a come as a shock to our listeners who assume that we you know have really riveting uh social lives but we watch a lot of anime um yeah, and... no they all thought we were like uh you know uh, football uh professional football players or something yeah, yeah. We, we were car guys <laughs> yeah exactly oh yeah we're big car guys for sure um that, by the way that's what i like that's what I worry about when I like tell if I uh, tell someone on the rare occasions this come up I'm like oh I do a podcast. Uh, oh, you can't tell anybody you do a podcast about the past experience. <laughs> no, well so here's the thing, right? I feel like when you know you say I do a podcast, people assume like you know he talks into a microphone about how like you know women suck. Yeah, uh, so no, people to, like, assume you're either talking about crypto or about how uh, how you hate women or probably both. Yeah, 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 so I like I have to like specify. No, it's about Fast and Furious, but then I feel like because of the no, nature that's of this so franchise, that yeah. makes it worse. It's about Fast and Furious and crypto and hating women. <laughs> yeah, it's about crypto and hating women it's in the all past. All the above. Um, yeah, but uh, but anyway, so um, yeah, so we we watch a lot of anime and uh, we generally prefer subs to dubs. But uh, what we have heard is that it's the same dialogue either way. It just goes down a bit easier when it's you know you get used to listening to it in in Japanese in a way which um, kind of you know. Well, no, I have a whole theory about how, why uh, it's better. I mean, it's generally speaking, I think better to watch something in the language it was originally written in. Uh, and I mean, there's a, a variety of reasons for that, but with anime specifically, also, sure, but also I your think... brain can read the the lines and auto complete a tone, which is usually going to be better than whatever the the voice actor brings to it. Sure, but I also think that um uh oh god, I can't believe we're gonna... okay uh that um I also think that in general, uh, Western voice actors who are used to performing for Western animation uh, have it are usually not always, but usually do a lot of work with uh, children's media. This is changing, but slowly. For a long time, it has been true that the vast majority of Western animation was uh, like children's cartoons, right, or cartoons at the very least, right, which is 
uh, different, uh, has a sort of different uh, voice acting style inherent to it from a lot of anime, right? And so I think that uh, oftentimes English dubs of anime or English dubs of, uh, you know, something, uh, an, an English dub in general is often going to have uh the uh the people who are dubbing it bring uh, a a certain style to the dub that may not match the tone or expectation of the media itself just because of the sort of work that they're used to doing uh this is no, I, obviously... I also think it, it has to do with um like the different pauses and tones um that are typically associated with a given language don't always carry over one-to-one -to, -one to the other language so they have to match the performance of the japanese voice actor sometimes not always but mm. sometimes um and just the uh annotations the 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 cultural associations with specific tones and uh manners of speaking are very different so um you know in anime there's a very like exaggerated way of um you know talking which might <laughs> i listened to your whole thing <laughs> I sat patiently and waited for my turn to talk like an adult. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Hey, why don't I have a soundboard? Quick, quick sidebar. Why do only you have a soundboard? <laughs> oh god, that's loud. What is this? That's <laughs> the Pillar Men theme from JoJo. But you don't know Cool Angel's thesis. No. <laughs> I don't know why I don't watch that bullshit. Oh. <laughs> oh, I can't believe we literally ended up talking about subs versus dubs. I mean, I should have anticipated it, but like... You should read the manga. Me. What fucking podcast is this? All right. All that said, uh, it's fucking stupid. But what we did... <laughs> Do you want to complete what you were saying, or have I completely derailed your train of thought? Oh, now you want to hear what I have to <laughs> this say. Is this is a terrible change of we forgot. We've forgotten how to do this. <laughs> it's been two months, so you don't, can't do a fucking podcast. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, well, I'm very sorry. <laughs> I think I made my point. Like, I think, I think, like, yeah, you could have waited, like, three words, and I would have been done. Jesus Christ, I don't even remember where in the sentence I was interrupted, but I think I got my point across. Japanese and English are different languages. There, there we fucking go. I think the point is that uh, we're terrible at this. Uh, anyway. I want to so, go over the plot very brief. I don't want to do it episode by episode. Did we jump fast, too fast, through the part where we watched it dubbed in Japanese at one and a half times? I think we mentioned it like three times at this point, but you <laughs> okay. cannot stress enough, we did watch it in Japanese at one and a half speed. Which um, is the ideal way to consume I'm I was going to right say, I think actually this is, because when we first started it, right, the, the Japanese dub took away some of the vocal awfulness of 
the performance in, like in English, and it also helps some of the cringe go down smoother, like I theorized or hypothesized, mm. more technically accurate. But mm. um, so, you know, I, I, it just was more boring just because there wasn't as much to like be enraged by. Yeah. That said, I binged- It wasn't as viscerally upsetting to listen to them. Yeah, but I binged <laughs> the latter six episodes like in a single go, basically. And uh, that like in Japanese 1.5 speed, I found myself, despite myself, having a chuckle. There were specific mm. things that landed for me in this yeah. season that our previous Spy Racers watches just a, a, mostly one character. I'll get to that in a moment. Mostly oh. one character was funny, um, and where like every line this character said was gold. Um, but we'll, we'll get to that in a moment. I don't uh, know if he's that funny in the the English like original thing, but like just reading his lines, I was like, <laughs> the fuck, that's pretty funny. I actually, I'm not sure what character you're talking about. I will say, uh. I laughed out loud for the first time uh, th- during w- one of the latter episodes because of, uh, you know, I think I was less uh, uh, horrified <laughs> while watching it. I was able to sort of open myself up and uh, there was uh, there was one line that landed for me. I, I uh, got, got a chuckle out of me, I will admit. Okay, I, I, I want to go over the plot very basically. It's still terrible. Okay, no, it still is very bad. It's still I wanna... maybe the worst thing I've ever seen. But <laughs> I want to go over the plot very briefly because this season actually has a very simple story. Yeah. Um, and I want to just explain it very briefly so that we can get into specific parts, lines, characters, and, um, you know, just specific things that we want to talk about um, instead of going point by point, episode by episode. I, I, I think it would be better for this season to do it this way. Yeah, that's fair. So the plot There's, is there is very little substance to this season, which also made it perfect to watch at one and a half speed. Yes, yeah, it was it was very it was very basic. Um, basically, the plot is there's this video game, there's this AR like Pokemon Go kind of like you know shit. It's the most dangerous video game ever made. Yeah, because you have right? to street race in real life in order to play the AR. Yeah, so they're they're playing an augmented reality game while operating real motor vehicles on the road with, at weapons. Illeg- with weapons at illegal speeds. <laughs> um, and uh, Tony Toretto, who will remind you is Dominic Toretto's younger cousin. Um, he wins the game. He he beats an ARG. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, he uh, wins a trip to um the Matrix. Uh, where uh, the uh, Russian guy who loves his board definitely not influenced <laughs> by uh, anything else. Um, he he's got one of those big uh, you know strimals that's not yes, gonna I, land. I wrote, um, I, I wrote down the gangster Rebbe. Yeah, oh my God. okay, um, yeah. So he's got one of these big tall uh, hats. Then his bird his bird is like a like an owl that has looks like him and has an identical hat. Yes, um, uh, really excellent character design. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so he puts him in the game. If you die in the game, you die for real. Uh, and then he, uh, they get him out. Of except, the game. except you don't. Except you don't. Nothing matters. Um, and then they crash land in the water. Um, and there's a whole extended submarine fight. Then they get on an island, and there's a whole extended island fight. And then they get back in the water, and there's a whole extended submarine fight again. Um, and then uh, essentially, what they figure out is that. 
uh, this guy has used Tony's driving skills to make an AI, and he's going to release an army of self-driving cars on Thailand? One of, some country starting with T. Oh, Thailand, uh, yeah. No, Bangkok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's going to uh, uh, unleash the cars on Bangkok, and uh, today, Bangkok, tomorrow, the world. Yeah, it's unclear why. It's not unclear uh, why. The self-driving cars, which are not very good at driving. Uh, yeah, will terrible at driving. And the 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 Tony Toretto AI is like a virus that just jumps from machine to machine through no conceivable um, means. Yeah, so then they blow it up, and uh, that's the the story of the season, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's pretty much it. They they I, it is there is one episode where they sh- like wash up on some random like one mile long deserted island. And they re- there's like pirates there. Oh, okay, yes, no, I did. I did. <laughs> yes, no, okay. So they wash up on this random island in the middle of Pacific, and there are there's like a, 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 a crazy there's like a pirate operation running out of there, and it's run by two dudes who are apparently existing characters that they've from previous seen season. Before. Yeah. So I of course wrote this down. Spy Racers has the um. Uh, the Dave Filoni problem. The Dave Filoni problem of constant cameos <laughs> from characters you already recognize. Yeah, exactly. Right? What I wrote down when um when those guys showed up and they're like, oh, we got a huge where where like they're like, oh, we got to sneak around. Oh, but I really want this bunch of bananas because Cisco like <laughs> finds a bunch of bananas and then meanwhile they're like, we're gonna be pirates, dude. What's that? Our rivals. Let's get them. And then. <laughs> I wrote down yes. what One Piece is like. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Okay, Spy Racers can't be the worst show in the world because One Piece is definitely worse. <laughs> so, I, I concur. Uh, neither of us have ever seen an episode of One Piece. No, you don't have to see an episode of it. All you have to do is look at it and you can see, oh, that looks like dog shit. <laughs> I'm sure One Piece is fine. I, you know. I'm sure it's not. Uh, okay. We're gonna continue in this episode. We're gonna continue the grand tradition of alienating people with our takes that are never wrong. Alright, so do do we want to compare notes of like what actually made us laugh? Because like there there were moments in this in this season that actually did get a laugh out of me. So like you know should should we uh, compare notes? Get the good stuff out of the way first. Uh yeah. Uh I guess that's good. Uh, Um. Uh. Why don't we go one for one? Uh. Things that we liked in this season. Um, okay, so there's a bit where a bug gets in the car, and, um, uh, Tony's like, ah, a bug, and he starts, like, swatting at the bug, and, uh, Layla's like, oh my god, I can't believe you're scared of bug, they're, like, bickering, and, uh, as a result, the car, they're in the middle of a car chase while this is happening, and the car starts <laughs> swerving back and forth, and Rusty... Who is, the best character. He's the best character. This... He's the he's the guy. Every line this guy had, I was the, like chortling over. The the standout, the real standout of this season, honestly. Right. So he's like the Russian guy's right hand goon. Um, or, or he's not, but he's not a, the, the joke is that he's not a goon, right? Like he's like the most educated, uh, and intelligent he's, person. Every line of his is like, he quotes literature or, uh, uh, cites some sort of like relevant information, but all the bad guys are like meatheads. So they're like, who is this guy? Right. Like, right. you know, as the, uh, the additional joke is that he also was the right hand henchman of the, in a previous season of the. Uh, again returning to 
I assume this just happens in every Fast and Furious property ever. They have to go get the help of a different previous, a previous bad, bad guy, guy and team up yeah. with him. Again, going back to anime as well. Good, sure, yeah. Good season watches anime, but then again, probably anyone is. Um, yeah. But anyway, so as a result, the, the car zigzagging back and forth, and, and Rusty says, Ah, the zigzag maneuver. I've seen this back used by the Allies in World War II to avoid uh, you know, artillery shells. This guy knows his history. He's good. And like. <laughs> Yeah, it's that's pretty good. good. To be fair, a lot of the lines I wrote down that made me laugh are just quotes by this one guy. <laughs> like, yeah, no, he's pretty good. I didn't write down a lot of his uh, his quotes, but I uh, I did um, uh, I, I did I did rather enjoy that one particular character in this season. So that was good. Okay, what well, what was the thing which uh, which made you laugh? Because okay, I've got more that... outside of just Rusty. Uh, the thing that made me laugh, which probably just shows what a terrible sense of humor I have, is uh, in episode seven, right, where they're having their like team meeting, yes, right? Okay, I have a line written down from that team meeting, and I really hope it's the same one. Okay, yeah. So uh, Miss Nowhere uh, remarks that uh, Julius is uh, utterly terrible at taking minutes, and Julius just says nonchalant, like, 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 no. Perfect comedic timing says, uh, sorry, Miss Nowhere, could you repeat that? Yes, I have uh, that line written down. It was very good. It made, and that's the first and only time that I laughed out loud at Spy Racer. Because right, they're doing this whole, like, the chair recognizes, like, they're doing like, yeah. this whole, like, you know, thing. And she's like, Julius is terrible at taking minutes. He's like, just without missing a beat, like, sorry, yeah. repeat that. <laughs> it's, it's genuinely very good. Uh, there, <laughs> there was, uh, there was another one um, where there's this whole, like, dramatic buildup to um, Tony, like, driving a car off a submarine, trying to land it in another submarine. And, like, the music is, like, swelling, and it's, like, this slow-motion action shot as everything blows up. And then he fucking misses the submarine, and the music cuts out perfectly. It's true, it's pretty good. <laughs> he just, like, plunges into the water. And he was like, oh, I really thought I'd make that. And everyone else is like, why would you think that? <laughs> Yeah, there are some there are some legit enjoyable moments in in this uh, in this show. Again, I think only enjoyable because we're watching it in Japanese at one and a half speed. And also, can I just take a moment here? I watched the whole thing on my phone because Netflix only will let you adjust playback speed in the mobile app or a web browser. You cannot adjust Netflix playback speed on any device that you would use to actually watch Netflix uh, on a television, like any sort of television-based device. So I could not watch this on the TV because that would have required that I watch it at like regular speed, which was unacceptable to me. <laughs> I uh -huh. could not do that. So I don't know why Netflix has this stupid restriction, but watching this on a small phone screen at one and a half speed dubbed in Japanese is the only acceptable way to watch this terrible show. <laughs> Now, I did write down a lot of, um, just, like, little things that I noticed. They're, they're not gonna be, um, all that substantial. I wrote down anytime Spy Gum showed up, uh, a fine machete There's a lot of problem. Spy Gum. Can I just say one more thing that I really enjoyed? Yeah. Uh, 
was uh, there's a, a, se- a sequence where they're trying to basically while Tony was in the Matrix or whatever, right? The way that um, the uh, Russian guy was motivating him to uh, to like drive was that he was writing a simulation of having kidnapped Dominic Toretto and Tony was trying to drive to rescue him, which is hilarious yeah. in his own like as amazing, if, as yeah, if. right? But like so great but also like so so that's uh uh so tony is having like after they uh, you know yank him out of the the pod or whatever right he's like having trouble getting his brain working again um we should maybe talk about one of the most insane sequences i've in this show yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get we'll get, we'll to, get that. to that but um but like so um there's a scene where they're trying they're each trying to uh like resolve his uh like lingering he, he's different he's afraid to die. therapy the, yeah like right. one of them's like ta- cisco's like taking notes uh having him lie down like he's like freud uh layla just like puts him behind the wheel of a car um right Frosty so does like a role play yeah so fr- again this is what i think what i wrote down uh so frosty's doing like a role play thing with him uh so frosty who is the worst voice even in japanese just just the most grating voice of any character in this show oh i didn't frosty, even okay frosty does an impersonation of dominic toretto Dubbed in Japanese at one and a half speed is amazing. I, <laughs> I that was say, pretty funny. <laughs> I had to say, like, for, like I'm sure it would have been funny just Frosty trying to impersonate like the Vin Diesel voice, but doing it in this way was amazing. Like, that's not again. That's just because of how we're watching it, not because of the show itself, but it was incredible. I had to pause it. I was laughing so hard. That one, though, I was laughing at the show, not with it. So, <laughs> so I, I just I just want to point out, um, I guess, one other thing uh, that I did, like going back to Rusty, um, he has a moment where he's like, um, you know, uh, Toretto's headed for the the submarine, um, you know, uh, and uh, the the his boss uh, Sudarikov, the the Russian guy, um, is like, uh, you know, oh, you you let him escape, and he's like, Napoleon Bonaparte uh, once <laughs> said, "Never interrupt your enemy while he's making a mistake." And I was like, what what? And I like, Goo-, and I'm like, oh shit, yeah. Uh, and, like, <laughs> and here's the thing, he oh, this is being recorded. Uh, well, oh, sorry, I was going to say, this is being recorded before the Napoleon movie comes out, so we have to forgive Zachary for not knowing. Yeah, for not knowing the, the deep Napoleon lore, <laughs> yeah, which I can only get from the, the film. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm going to double feature Wonkapoleon, I don't know about you. But um, anyway, so, um, so yeah, no, he actually succeeds in, in tricking Tony and capturing him and everything, and, you know, I was like, damn, this guy is, like, actually, like, smart. And, like, at another point, he quotes... Moby Dick and yep. talking about Ahab and I'm like wait a minute so the bit on the podcast where we talk about nobody writing this show knows what Moby Dick is is incorrect yeah. because Rusty knows what it is hold on but the thing about that right is that like everybody else including the heroes of this show react to him like what are you talking about I, I, I wanted to what are you I some kind hoping... of brainiac yeah I didn't want to get into this but there is definitely a sense of like the show thinks that the fact that right yeah the show thinks that the fact that rusty is like aware of literary classics let's let's be real competently educated 
Right? Yeah. Like he, has, he has a comfortable oh, The fact that he has of, heard of Moby Dick. The fact that he has read a book. Yeah, makes everybody look down on him, including the ostensible heroes of this show. Um, I think it might be time, though, because I want to talk about another great Rusty moment. Uh, uh-huh. But in order to do that, I think I got to break out uh, a new segment. Not sure if it's recurring or not. Um, oh no! But this is a uh, this is a new a new segment <laughs> that I've been cooking up called uh-huh. uh, shipping up to Boston, and this is where I would edit in a little bit of sh- the shipping up to Boston Fuck. intro uh, for for you possibly and, and your listening pleasure here. I'll just I'll do a little bit of that, I guess, <sighs> as Dave Matthews. God, Hold what on is that? Oh no. Please tell me this isn't what I think it is. That's right, baby. We're going well into the shipping lanes on this one. We're talking relationships in the show. Oh my god. Go because a crucial plot thread of this season is that Layla's partner who's an edgy goth emo boy <laughs> the former villain that they have to team up with and he ends up paired on a buddy mission with Layla and Tony and the three of them have this like bickering dynamic and boy howdy was I watching this thinking damn if this really were an anime there would be an obvious way for this to go which is obviously Tony and Shashi which is this guy's name have to fuck but they don't <laughs> go that Christ. route they go a route which honestly was perplexing to me because i thought there because i've seen the season that comes after this because <laughs> so we're watching it in reverse yeah we're watching it in reverse the direction they choose to go with this is so mind-boggling to me and the fact that i know it can't possibly go anywhere that yeah. it's honestly astounding yeah. um because here's the thing i was taking notes the whole time like episodes before this happened i'm taking notes right Mm -hmm. like now i'm not a shipper but right like and that that has been a a preface on a bunch of my bullet points here i've said like i'm not a shipper but like tony and layla are bickering like a couple I'm no, not, okay. I'm not I'm, a shipper, but Tony seems really jealous of Layla's relationship with Shashi. Now, again, if it were really anime, that would be because he was jealous of Layla being close with Shashi. That's not the direction they go with this. To be fair, I thought for sure, because I'd seen the season that comes after this, that they were just not going to acknowledge this at all. Like, literally mm. ever. Until they do. <laughs> <laughs> And my jaw was on the floor. I could not believe what I was seeing here, Joey. I was like absolutely flabberfuddled. It's true. It is. It is fascinating. It's like no, no, knowing that this will not in any way have any significance or be addressed in in any way in the finals in the later final season of the show is truly fascinating. Not only is it not relevant to the final season. Watching the final season, I was sure that there was no way with the construction of the final season and the way that it was, mm. that there could have been any romantic subtext or text yeah. in their dynamic previously. It would have 
been unthinkable to me. Yeah. But they're arguing, and I'm like, man, they're really skirting around this, huh? Because, like, the thing is, I was at this point picking up on the subtext, but I'm like, that's all they're going to do. They're going to dangle a little bit of ship bait just to mm. get the non-existent fans riled up because yeah. like, you know, no nobody's watched ever seen this show. <laughs> yeah. Um, And then, like, they're just going to dangle a little bit of Tony acting jealous over Layla, but they're not going to actually ha- address the fact that Tony's into Layla at all because they can't because it, it is it, it is incompatible with the way that the show goes because yeah. they have no dynamic in the final season. Um, and then Shashi's just like, Tony, you're only upset because you know that, you know, I'm special to Layla and you're jealous. Uh, you know, you want her to have a special place in her heart for you. Uh, and he's like, <laughs> what? No. Right. And like, it's so over the top. I'm like, yeah. what? <laughs> Can I say something? I just want to jump in here. I, Tony, the protagonist of this show, is consistently the most unlikable and unrelatable person also the in least this entire content. show. He accomplishes the least, most likely. He yeah, only so wins he... the video game because he screws over his friends at the last minute. Yeah, and then and then the final scene of the season is him not having learned any lesson from right, And Layla, like, explains at him, she's like, the reason you're better than the AI is because you have family. That's, like, your And whole he's thing. like, what? what? No, that's not it. And right? she's like, aren't you a Toretto? Don't you, like, say family a whole bunch? Like, she basically says this verbatim. She's like, you should, you, the whole family thing, idiot. Um, yeah. But but anyway, so then, like, the two of them walk out of the car. They, like, go off to, like, you know, the, the woods alone. And, I'm, and at this point, I'm, like, like leaning forward like spongebob in that one i'm like where could this possibly be go because here's the thing here's the, the thing. answer is nowhere well okay but here's the thing here's the thing right when i watch anime i'm in it oh, for the ships right Jesus like Christ. i'm not a, a shipper by nature but when i watch trash anime shout out to friend of the show ike my boy we love watching trashy romance anime together i'm in it for like the relationship melodrama it's like my you know latin soap operas basically i'm in it for like uh it's not like i like you or anything which is a line that tony says verbatim (laughs) right before rusty shows up and is like hey i'm sorry to cut you off but i'm actually doing you a favor here (laughs) again what one of my favorite moments in this show, yes, is definitely when Rusty's like, boy, you're really digging yourself deep there, bro. He, like, comes up and he's like, look, I know we're on opposite sides of this, but I'm gonna, like, do you a solid and advise that you shut the fuck up. Yes. <laughs> you are, you are actively messing this up, dude. <laughs> Once again, Rusty is the only one with any real intelligence, emotional or otherwise. Uh, it's true. And... And then they just never resolve this. Tony and Layla never yeah. talk about this again. They never talk about it. So I was just like, what the fuck? So, so, uh. Yeah. And, and, and he, to remind everybody, uh, I don't recall anything about Tony and Layla's dynamic at all in the following season, right? Uh, it's, um, uh, any, like, uh, uh, like character, uh, like interaction arcs that he have are with, um, uh, what's her face? Echo, Echo right? Yeah. yeah. Because I believe, Uh, from what I've gathered from their conversations in the final season, this is what we kind of guessed about the plot of the show, is that, like, Mm. Tony and uh, Echo start out as, like, our two, like, basic protagonists. You know, kind of like, we see the show from, like, the two of them um, as primary protagonists, and then uh, 
um Layla is like an enemy who let then like joins them one one of the many enemies that who will join their their crusade yeah right. she's the only one who becomes you know their, a member like of a the member team of the yeah family yeah um but yeah uh I mean I always got they had this like buddy rivalry kind of thing going mm. and I always assumed well if anybody watched this show they would be the ship and uh, yeah. there is a deleted oh no what there's a deleted bit on this podcast um that only joey and i have heard um because it 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 was it was locked in the disney vault let's say it's yeah let's just say uh it it, oh we're the only ones who ever gonna hear it (laughs) yeah um don't ask us to listen to it you i I mean for like all four people listening i I, and i know because they're my friends and i know they're listen we're doing you a favor like a favor there's a reason it ended up on the cutting room floor we're doing you a solid we're like rusty here we're doing you a solid, <laughs> doing you a solid. so the bit was we were gonna read fan fiction from the franchise mm-hmm. so we pulled up like the page because there were only like 18 fan fictions written about spy racers on our right. our own and- all of which were written by uh vin diesel <laughs> oh, who knows um but they were all first of all they were all tony layla um which like yeah, fair. Again, yeah. like I figured that would be the the ship, but I just didn't think it was you know acknowledged in the mm-hmm. actual show at all. Um, and they also were all profoundly disturbing. Um, just really the, the most upsetting, <laughs> like in ways that normal fan fictions aren't. Um, and it was in ways that made it not. Fu- Here's the thing: we would not shy away from disturbing if it was funny. It was not funny. It was in a way it which was made me feel bad. Upsetting. To be yeah. Human. It was upsetting, which is why we cut it. Um. Anyway, yeah. Don't look that up. Uh... <laughs> for your own good. If somehow this makes it into the podcast, for your own good, don't go looking. For Although, that. what I will say, I did look up. Um, because I was like, all oh, right, we're still talking about. If it. anybody got me, I know one place on the internet got me. Let's fucking go and i went to tumblr and i searched okay. spy racers and i was like, oh no got to be something on here um it was evenly split and when i say evenly split i mean like two and two there was not a whole lot of spy racers you sure yeah it was evenly split between fan posts about tony and layla and let's go tony and shashi i was sh- i was sure you were about to say tony and shashi okay yeah cool. yeah baby Good. Okay. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. So I was right about that. Um. And then I looked up, um, on YouTube to see if anybody did any sort of like fan cams or like you know shipping edits. Oh or, no. Um. About um. Tony and Layla. Um. And I saw oh, there no. was one person. There's no way. I shan't name, but they meticulously documented every scene shared by tony and layla in youtube clips across all six seasons Um, just every single just one channel and i had to scroll through like a hundred videos of just this one youtuber clipping tony and layla and i found wait wait wait, and i found and i found a romance amv of tony and layla uh and i was like all right let's go i need to know two things one this is not the same person who has done all the, the clips and two what song did they choose um and it wasn't the same person but uh when i checked the description it said credit to this person for pu- pulling out oh, all Jesus the clips Christ. So they- it's the same it's the same people who wrote every 
a fanfiction and made all the posts on Tumblr. There's two people. <laughs> or it's just one person with two accounts. Uh, you sure? It's one phrase. They're all Vin Diesel. They're all, all fucking Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel is behind all. He's trying to generate buzz for the show. <laughs> but um, the song choice really disappointed me. Lame-ass <sighs> song choice. I was hoping for something like... Um, fast car you know something something funny with, which betrayed a sort of ironic unawareness i of can't what lyrics mean. i cannot handle what this podcast has become this is um, unacceptable it was, it was just it was um it was freaking um clarity by like what are they called like zed or anyway it was it was it was dumb none of that means anything to me yeah sure uh anyway now let's go to so we that is one topic that was and that was the most upsetting discussion that we've had that will maybe make it onto this show well hold on we actually have two shipping up to boston segments this week uh because there is how could there be there is another relationship which is besides taylor there is another relationship which is also dealt with by this season which uh taylor is i've tried to find if there was any alternate naming stop. Uh, everyone just Please calls stop. him Taylor and by everyone I do mean those two people uh, this who are the, the same worst. person who is Vin Diesel who what may or may not like this a kiss. but the uh <laughs> <laughs> Do we talk about it? There's a there's a, a brief a there brief is a piss joke. Uh, there's a piss moment, joke yeah. in, in the there, season. Yeah, well, don't, don't guys, don't worry. <laughs> there is a piss moment in this season. Um. Okay. Here's a, a question, Joey, because this is our first time doing the segment. Um. Do we need to do? Do we need to redo I'm the already... intro for the second relationship, or is it part of the same? Uh, no, it would be part of the same segment. I'm already so upset about this. <laughs> okay, because because uh, uh, besides Taylor, we have to talk about Noendrome, <laughs> which is one that I came up with by myself. Okay, because... no, very very good. Uh, can I say something about this quickly though? I, is it that you're very surprised that this is actually something which was built? Up? Yes. I'm well, yes, because they have no, they have basically no interaction with each other throughout the final season until they get married in the last episode. Right, which is why you so, and I did guess that they just never had a relationship before this point. Yes, yeah, I thought for sure that basically, like these characters have never shown any sort of like relationship dynamic uh, whatsoever before the point where they get married. Um, but turns out that's not true. Uh, is yet another fast. Here's, There's okay. a whole ass season arc this season of their relationship. Yeah. Um. It, it, like it starts out at the beginning. They're like having this like icy banter. Um. Because like she outranks him. Um. And like you know she pushes everyone away. But ooh, he's the only one who understands her, and he wants to be let in. And then she tries to go on a mission solo at the end, and he saves her. And then they're partners at the end, and they have this conversation resolving their relationship. Um, right next to Tony and Layla, who then look at them and then have their own conversation, which is not about their relationship. <laughs> Going back to Taylor, let's go. Why can I not get my shipping skis? Oh my god, I'm so upset. Okay, well, why are we just... <laughs> But anyway, yeah, uh, no Noendrome, I coined it, uh, that's mine, oh, uh, TMD. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> DM, I don't know if we can DM that, but that's pretty good. Oh, man, uh, but yeah, I, I, uh, I spent a good second and a half coming up with that, so, um, uh, <laughs> Good for you, very nice. Uh, oh, but yeah, God. no, jo- don't worry, Joey, that's, that is the end of, um... Oh, thank God, okay, hey, let's never do that again. Psych! We got one more! We gotta talk about Gary and Julius. 
No, that's just no, unacceptable. <laughs> Wait, did you, were you about to say that's disgusting, Joey? <laughs> they're twins. No, they're not. They're not twins. What are you talking about? They're bro. They're not. They have different skin colors. They're not related. What? What are you? What are you talking about? They're, of course no, they're, they're just identical twins. No. They have different skin colors. No, they don't. Yes, they do. They are not identical. Oh, Jesus Christ. I can't believe we're going to do this. You can make me do this. Okay. So, Gary. to be clear, you said that was disgusting because you thought they were related and not because it's two <laughs> men, right? Yes. Okay. None of this will be making it into the podcast. Oh, I'm the editor. This is all going in the podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. Absolutely not. But, uh, okay. Hold on. While he googles the Gary Julius lore, um, I do. Don't they say, wait? Don't they say in the the final uh season that like they met in the academy or something? How could that be? Well, I also just want to mention in the first episode when they're playing that ARG, um, I have two notes in rapid succession. One is OMG, it's Pizza Rave, and then the next one is Rip Pizza Rave because Pizza Rave shows <laughs> up immediately, crashes her car, is never seen again in this season. <laughs> this is truly. The end of pizza. <laughs> Gary just has a tan. I don't. I don't know, dude. I don't think they're related. But this goes back because see, I wasn't gonna talk about them being a couple. I was gonna ask, are they a couple? Okay. Well, I was convinced that they were identical twins, so I don't know how to answer that. I mean, I don't know if they are a couple, but like, <laughs> there's a scene where they get through to palindrome and uh. Or, or they're trying to get through to Palindrome, they're, like, calling him, um, and it's like, hey, I can't, Palindrome's voicemail is like, hey, I can't get to the phone right now, but know that you are heard. Leave me a message, I'll do what I can to help. <laughs> and, um, you know, Gary's like, uh, or, or, or Julius is like, did you get him? And, and, and Gary's like, no, but he gets me. And then, um, like, they do get through to him, and they're like, it's Palindrome, and he's like, Gare Bear, Jewel Mule. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, all right, what, what's what's up here? <laughs> um, I have another note right after that scene, which says, "What in all caps? What the fuck? Nowhere's jacket glitches through her shoulders." I watched this five times to be sure I wasn't seeing things. Um, oh, it's animated like dog shit. We don't have to talk about that every episode. <laughs> well, here's the thing: there were some really good shots. There was like one fight sequence in the end of episode like four or something. At sunset. yeah, so the end, the end of episode five, I wrote down is it, I don't know if it's just because I'm being forced to watch this on just such a small screen, but this fight scene looks less shitty than usual. A, a lot of the fight sequences are animated very beautiful. Maybe it's like Ruby, where they have one guy doing the fights, and they the rest of them are trying to figure out what happens between the fights and riding on the seat of their pants. <laughs> <laughs> um so like you know may maybe that's why right like uh yeah and again i i think we should talk about uh moving out of the shipping up to boston segment which may or may not be a recurring segment on this show oh um, please dear god no <laughs> not if i have anything to say about it um <laughs> uh we do have to address that this is just again the same plot of Oh yeah. AI. Um, I specifically I have I written down because they they throw around a lot of. There's one scene where they're like, "Oh, uh, plastic is a global problem," um, <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, is it, are are we yeah. are we going there? No, we're not going to say anything more about that. All right. Um, I um, 
one of the first things that I wrote down is just uh, that. Uh, so the villain of every season is just going to be AI. Well, so uh, I basically. wrote down what the plot of this um, of this is right. Mm. Um, okay, this was less me summarizing the plot and more just like stream of consciousness. And this is episode eight, so I- I'm like at the end of my uh, sure yeah. here. The only note I have for episode eight is this show is fucking garbage. <laughs> so I I wrote down Russians use video games to use AI to hack our smartphones, so we need vaccines and drone strikes. I'm going insane. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. They do call in a drone strike, but it's not a drone strike. It's uh, this guy they refer to as Maverick, and I'm like, oh, this must be that Tom Cruise fellow. I well, but then it becomes a drone when Frosty takes over the the fighter jet and uses it to pilot it remotely with the dude still in it. Oh, and I I did write down that um Frosty uh like is repeatedly seen using his ipad to fly like fighter planes and drones and cars and trucks and submarines but um in the next season still has to study for his driver's test and yes that driving yeah uh also uh this season uh had even more so than last season had some of the worst techno mumbo jumbo garbage nonsense yes i wrote a few i wrote a few (laughs) down i wrote um i have to build a uh i I wrote down i have to build a firewall to uh trap the ai uh scour the dark web uh yeah on here um there was one where Frosty says something like, I have to uplink to the mainframe to stop the botnet from crypto mining the, like, whatever. It was honestly... There, there's a scene where a missile hits, like, the back left corner of the truck's, like, trailer, and uh, Frosty's like, the mainframe can't take much more of this! And I'm like, do they think that mainframe means <laughs> They don't frame? know what it means! Like, they don't know what it means! <laughs> It's honestly, it's just like we have to basically suspend all of all of that because like there's no way to consume this show with any uh, thought. We didn't even talk about how episode one. There's like this Monokuma ass dinosaur in glasses called T Specs uh, who like traps Tony in the game. Um, I don't even remember that. I, I, Holy I shit! I wrote down also. Um, so zombie cars do get mentioned. Um, Mm. which is uh, a reference to, I believe, Fate of the Furious. Not sure about that. I just... Oh, who knows? uh, (laughs) I just know that it was it's somewhere in there. Uh Um, For some reason, they think sonar means being able to hear anything underwater. Yeah, I wrote that down too. That was hilarious. Um, Lots more moon shots of people jumping in front of the moon, um, and it's slowing down so we can get a shot of them in front of the moon. Yeah, and it's all, again, it's all about, like, in the first episode, they start talking about how, like, the less screen time you have, the big, the more brain mass you have or something, right? It's, like, it's all about, like, video games bad, technology bad, AI bad, uh, you know, the car is good, right? Like, but not self-driving cars, because that's technology which is bad, but regular cars good, right? Like, it's all, it's all the same stuff. This is all par for the course, I assume, not just for the show, but for the entire fucking franchise, right? Like, I, I, we don't i feel like we shouldn't probably keep reiterating we don't that. need to i i just wanted to mention um we we don't need to to beat that particular dead horse um but 
Oh, oh, do we want to talk about wait, the extended uh, drug-induced hallucin- hallucinated musical sequence? One other thing I wanted to mention. So there is a scene where so the, they have to launch the truck out of the plane above the ocean. Uh-huh. And they're like, don't worry. They do that twice, they do by the do way. They do that twice. The first time they're like, don't worry. We have, unbeknownst to you or anybody, um, upgraded all of our vehicles that are cars and trucks to also be submarines. Yep. Putting aside the logistical questions that this raises, because I don't feel like getting into that. And no, just take it as red. Just taking that as it is. I didn't, yeah. I didn't bat an eye about that, right? I was just like, sure, fine. Yeah, whatever. So they launch into the, the ocean, and they like dive, and they're like, we've got oxygen for 48 hours, we've got sonar, we've got armor, and we have a single-use torpedo <laughs> and i was like wait you're going underwater for 48 hours in a battle armed armored summer <laughs> see see my female one <laughs> torpedo <laughs> this show man i mean oh, it did God. get me towards the end i'm not sure if it was because of the the japanese dub or stockholm syndrome but I mean, stockholm syndrome towards the end i was like yeah all right this is good this is good there was one even animation thing which got me where like frosty cocks an eyebrow where tony's like the ai is based on me so it's smart right and like frosty just makes a uh-huh. face which which got me like, and maybe the oh, timing yeah. was improved by 1.5 speed. Maybe the time, yeah, the timing in the original is just too slow. They do slow down every conversation to have like this whole like, oh, let's talk about some wacky non sequitur, mm. um, you know. So there's that. Um, but yeah, let's talk about um, T- Tony's uh, drug-induced hallucinated musical sequence. Do we have anything to say about it? I don't know how to describe it. See, I don't know. Animation occasionally has some sequences where they attempt to indicate where it just in general, uh, it attempts to communicate uh, an altered state of mind through a like, ch- what would you say? A change in animation style combined with like, a musical number which is yeah. basically what which is basically what this does and but it because this show mostly looks like such dog shit it's so upset upsetting i don't know how to describe it did uh, okay did i send you the thing though the tweet that was like uh, normalize having an underwater band where the octopus doesn't have to play the drums. Yes, you did, you did send me that tweet. Very good. Uh, I don't think there was an octopus. There is. Impl- this is another reason it is good we watch this season's anime. There's a frisky squid implied, which implies tentacle stuff happening just off screen. Uh, oh which, God, yeah, uh, very every the most ups- everything about this deep sequence is very upsetting. Well, they had the edgy boy antihero antagonist. They had a tsundere moment, right? They had. Had um, you know, uh, banana pirates. Uh, they had, you know, I-, I really think this was the anime season, 
right? Uh, and of course, yeah. they got uh, they got some uh, weird uh, tentacle shit going down. So, I mean, really, I, I think we nailed it on this one. I think this was by uh, far and away the the best season to watch as anime. Um, unfortunately, we're gonna have to go back to listening to uh, the English. Uh, oh yeah, but I will be watching it at one and a half speed. You can't take that away from yeah, me. Yeah, I now. think that does improve <laughs> the timing. Um, now here's the thing. So Tony has brain scramblies after coming out of um, Sword Art Online, and you know, while he's in the the submarine, um, he's just like, God, there's a lot of anime in this season. <laughs> He's like, Sorry, he's like jamming. I mean, the Monokuma, the Monokuma reference before, uh, and also, you know, it's ba- clearly based on Pokemon Go because Vin Diesel saw Pokemon Go and was like, "The smartphones are killing the children's <laughs> noggins. We gotta do something about this." For sure, yeah. Um, but um, well, so what's funny is that it starts out with ordinal scale, and then he goes into Sword Art Online. So it's kind of like inverted, you know. Touch grass. Sorry. Any- <laughs> So just just to make sure that this is absolutely clear for anyone who has not seen the C major sequence uh, from Spy Racers, uh, which is everybody which is on the face of everybody, the planet, um, it's like a two fl- D flash animation of singing sea creatures doing what I can only describe as like knockoff under the sea. Um, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but so I looked up who did the the music for the show. Um, and like, wow, was I blown away? Um, because uh, the music for Spy Racers as a series apparently was done by um, Jay Vincent, okay. um, who is best known for scoring every season of Ninjago. Oh wow! But the thing okay. is, that the Ninjago score fucking slaps. It fucking slaps. So yeah, good. No, seriously, it's yeah. Like the orchestral the score of Ninjago goes so hard it has no right to, but it is. Yeah, it is, like so good. Um, that's very weird. Maybe he phoned it in on this I one. Mean, I, I, I mean, like, understandable. Can you blame him? Wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, he's busy absolutely cooking with the yeah. with the Ninjago score. He's not gonna come in and and you know give it to Spy Racers. Um, yeah. No. Uh, fair. Honestly, respect. Uh, apparently, he co-wrote the the song with whoever did like Baby Shark or some shit. Um, and I, I was. Oh wait, are you serious? And I was like, did they actually reach out to like one did, of the writers? Of Bay did they like find Baby a shark? Yeah. And was like, oh we God. need you to do- listen. <laughs> listen here. We- Have you ever wanted to write a uh, song for a show that nobody wants? You know how you made that song that everybody even people who don't watch the show have heard well now we're gonna do the opposite where nobody even the people who ostensibly like this franchise will even know this song exists hope you (laughs) hope you enjoy congratulations but we got a lot of money in this uh for tax rate-off purposes (laughs) yeah listen (laughs) you will be paid just don't ask where it's coming from (laughs) yeah absolutely bonkers thing for me to learn um, so thank you, IMDb, as of, like, 40 minutes ago. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Um, the last thing that I want to talk about, uh, from this episode was, um, Ups- upsettingly dark moments that happened randomly out of nowhere in this ostensibly children's show. Uh, Is it where, like, Palindrome two... talks about pulling people's eyes out? Yeah, right, so that's one of two big ones. The, the, that's where... where... I also was like, wait a minute. Yeah, where Palindrome was just, like, 
about to rip a dude's eyeball out of his head. To use it for a <laughs> retinal scanner, right? He yeah. was like, oh, it's been a while since I did this. And she's like, we have uh, contact lenses now that do this for us. And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah, but like, was was making a claw with his hand over the dude's eyeball as she said it, right? Like, fully was gonna do it. Uh, dark and, uh, like, certainly eyebrow-raising. Uh, the second one is when Miss Nowhere, uh, kidnaps and threatens to physically I, abuse- I have down here animal cruelty <laughs> and yeah. then a bunch of question marks. <laughs> yeah, okay, this is- so the way that the- the good guys win- In is quotes, that in quotes, D- the good yeah. guys? The good guys, the way that they beat Sudarikov is that Miss Nowhere kidnaps his beloved animal companion and in front of him threatens to abuse and torture the owl. Force feed the owl. (laughs) To force (laughs) it's 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 grim. It is it is not good. Like Yeah, I don't even know what to say about this other than like I mean, the only thing I'll say is, like, a, a second later, she calls in, like, a drone strike, and I just wrote down in my notes, oh, shit, Obama's in this? <laughs> yeah, and there's, I mean, look, obviously, there are a lot of uh, questionable, uh, you know, pers- uh, uh, views being uh, represented in this show, in addition to the franchise as a whole. I did think the... The good again, the quote unquote good guys winning through animal abuse was a weird choice. It- just let's just say an eyebrow raising choice. Wait, sorry, there, uh, unrelated. There was one other line looking at my notes which did make me laugh, which is there's so the two pirates are like you know, um, some some fucking like red haired guy and then this large they're two they're two like chads so right like they're this like one like, large dude the broiest pirates you've ever right, seen this, this large dude named muscles right yeah um and he looks like from boss baby 2 when the boss baby is an adult um and <laughs> wait wait joey just wait, google wait. that real quick google adult <laughs> boss baby I'm so wait. Do that in an incognito window because I do feel like. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not gonna Google it. I'm not gonna Google that at all. Although I will say, maybe they just reuse some assets because didn't Netflix and DreamWorks didn't Netflix and DreamWorks also team up to do a Boss Baby series? Oh God, did they? Yeah, I think so. Oh. But anyway, God. so Muscles is like once I like you know the other guys like once we get this score we'll be able to pull off so many jobs on the high seas as pirates yard and the other <laughs> and the other guys like not me I'm gonna finally finish my dental degree and he is uh, and he's like you're still on about that and he's like yeah soon people will know me for my uh you know, root canals instead of my um you know. Uh, evil or whatever he says, and then he's like, "I'll be known as Greg Goldberg DDS." <laughs> okay, that one got a chuckle out of me too. Actually, I forgot about that. <laughs> like, all right, that's a good, yeah. that's a good gag that Muscles' real name is Greg. Goldberg. It is Greg Goldberg. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. The, the gag of having him be this just massive dude, right? Yeah. Who looks like again, adult boss baby, and he's called Muscles, and he's like, "My name is Greg Goldberg." Was pretty funny. <laughs> No, that's pretty good. Okay, yeah, so some... I mean, here's the thing. 
it's possible that there were some almost competent writers. Uh, maybe it's not possible. It, it, I was going to say uh, maybe in the last season there anything that was enjoyable just kind of fell through the cracks of it. All the terrible, but uh, uh, I'm actually not sure. Uh, but uh, in this uh, this this sort of methodology <laughs> that we used for this season uh, did allow certain uh, positive moments to shine through. Uh, it's still terrible, but uh, it was slightly less painful uh, to watch say, this season. Some of these jokes would probably be the least funny jokes in another show. Like there's in in a competently made, well written show. Yeah, there's a scene where Frosty hits a bad guy with a beanbag chair and says yeah you just got beamed and <laughs> sure okay and like yeah. i was like all right in this show that's like a top 10 lines of the season at least they're not talking about piss quite as much is basically my thought not, not at all but th- they that are it's true there was there's, there's at least one piss there's sequence. at least one piss sequence that comes to mind but they they do for the most part not talk about piss quite as much yeah all right, Zachary, you had uh, uh, an, an idea you wanted to to cover now, I think. Um, yeah, I, I do want to, because uh, it has been a while. You know, we took a, a small break, um, uh, an, an unfortunately necessary hiatus. Um, and part of the, the premise of the podcast is, you know, piecing together the plot of the franchise as we understand it um, through the process of watching it in reverse and, and using context and, and the end to, to figure out where we started. So I thought we could take a, just a few minutes figure out you know what we assume about what we haven't watched and what the plot was that we have um should we just start get kind of you know freeform it sure yeah uh i mean it, uh, so okay so it starts out it does it is helpful that there's that one scene in fast 10 where the guy breaks down the plot of the franchise that's true. It's very how where, where Paul Blart uh, recaps yeah. the whole thing for I us. I think we yeah. call him Paul Blart, but he's not. Uh, anyway, so, uh, yeah, the Paul Blart guy. But he's not Paul Blart. Well, I was going to say, we said he's the character from Paul Blart, but we don't remember that character's name. The only character's right. name we, we just know from Paul Blart. Paul Blart is Paul Blart. Because there are, like, a bunch of characters in Paul Blart. We don't remember any, because you named the movie Paul Blart. We're not going to retain any yeah, non-Blart so entity from that experience. <laughs> All of humanity can be sorted into two categories, Blart and not Blart. And in the Blart film, I'm not going to retain the not Blarts. Anyway. 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 So, as as Paul Blartman said, um, so, uh, Dominic Toretto did street race crime to do heist crime and then uh yeah they used to steal vcrs uh and now they blow up countries yeah pretty much kill innocent people was a cop who was sent to infiltrate the the group but then he was just like yo this is freaking rad i'm gonna drive fast too um (laughs) and then um that went on for i think a while until um and some other large men uh eventually show up and like in the same vein right like the rock Rock is is also a cop who shows up and then is like actually this is pretty rad actually this is rad yeah no exactly Um, you know and they fight a few different shaws who i think also are like actually this is rad um but well i think i think the shaws are just competing criminal car criminals aren't they unclear 
Um, okay. But then um, Kurt Russell at a certain point shows up. And is, yeah, and is like, I want to recruit you to my uh, initiative where we're going to replace all government yeah. <laughs> with one. And he, <laughs> he is like, oh, look, a happy couple of, um, you know, uh, uh, Han and, and Giselle. The Israeli Giselle. <laughs> I'm gonna make them both fake their deaths at each other so that they both are sad and think the other one is dead and do missions for me uh, apart from their group who thinks that they're both dead um, because I'm a total piece of shit, I assume. Uh, and my daughter's Brie Larson. That'll be important later. That will... That, I'm sorry. That will barely that will be not important. really be important. It will just be addressed <laughs> later. It, it, will, it will just come up in the 10th movie. But will not be that important. Right, and presumably at the same time that he recruits Dominic Toretto, he also introduces Dominic Toretto to uh, Miss Nowhere, who's not the same thing as Mr. Nobody, um, who is Kurt mm. Russell. Um, and then uh, at a certain point in the canon of this franchise, Dominic Toretto's like... Miss, Miss Nowhere, who has no connection to... Who is like wannabe... Mr. No or Mr. Nobody right. or whatever, right? Like Jan- she Janet. was like Janet. Yeah, Janet was recruited by Kurt Russell and was no, like, I think... "You got a funky name. I want a funky name." No, I actually think you know how the the director isn't very clearly not Kurt Russell. Do you think it's Paul Blart guy? Do you think Paul Blart guy is because because also right the director is like mad at her and stuff and like mm. he's like, "Oh, you're incompetent. You're fired." Um, you think it's Paul Blart guy because Paul Blart guy is a bad guy. Does that line up with the, the timeline? It's, uh, it's unclear. unclear. Yeah. Because we're kind of de- dealing with a fluid timeline thing. Because also, while this is going on, right, at a certain point... The only thing we know is that Spy Racers ends after Dominic Toretto has gained his superpowers. Right. We all- Right, because he clearly has the superpower. He has super strength and super speed already yeah, we, in we the finale. We also know, though, that... The the agency is working on AI. Other people are working on AI. AI is in here. Everybody's working on it. Basically, everybody is working on just constantly working on AI, mostly to drive cars. Right, and Charlie Theron uses AI to drive cars. Um, and yeah. then uh, turns Dom evil for a little bit, but then he turns good. But then The Rock doesn't want to work with him anymore, so he goes and parties with Shaw, and they fight Idris Elba, who's a cyborg because AI is evil who also has some sort of ai related and he so he may or may not be a cyborg through the same program that made that the other the dan yeah right right Um, and then um well that made dan and that made the the cyborg ninja in the from the last i forget the guy's name um yeah him um and then um dominic also has a brother who's john cena who's evil but then gets caught is sorry ish and then is inexplicably just oh like, and dominic has a son with a like chick who's in the franchise because uh michelle rodriguez is like this franchise is hella sexist i'm out then they offered her more money and she came back uh and so they killed the other character the other one and she raised the kid with dom um and michelle rodriguez not the dead woman yeah, yeah, yeah. And raised then, the kid with dom and then um Jason Momoa. And then Jason Momoa is like, hey, you remember the end of one of the earlier movies? I was there the whole time. Just safe. 
Um, yeah. I was there all along, all along. <laughs> and meanwhile, Paul Blart was my friend all along. He was also in there all along. And I'm going to kill your Double kid turns. by blowing up the dam where they keep Portuguese Megatron. Um, <laughs> yes. And uh, then there's a cliffhanger. Yep. And so that's where we... Oh, and everybody else, all the other people died. But or, not. Pro- but, didn't. but didn't, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's... Here's the thing. There's no way we're incorrect. We might be missing no, a lot, that, but that's a hundred percent what has happened. That, that is what happened. Yeah. No. So here's the here's the thing, though. I want to. Do you do you think? Here's what I want to know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're getting a, a, a sense a little bit more now as we go through, uh, you know, the 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 later parts of the franchise of sort of the the franchise's whole uh steez, right? Yeah. Do you think there is going to be a moment in? Whatever film is supposed to be the the finale, the, the you know the franchise finale that of course won't be the final film, right? But it's right. like the because nothing ever the, ends. It, we live in hell. Is the right exactly? But like the you know the, is the um the Fast and Furious End Game or whatever, right? Uh huh. So With CGI Paul um, Walker. Right. So I'm um, obviously there will be CGI Paul Walker. My question is, are there going to be live action Spy Racers? Is there going to be uh like do- after Dominic Toretto? Uh, delivers his speech about family to AI, uh, AI written by Elon Musk and Jason Momoa or something, right? Like after he delivers his speech about family, okay. are like not only all the characters from the franchise are going to show up in their cars, but like also the spy racers are going to show up in their cars, right? And like they they won't be. It'll be like um. Uh, what you call it? Like when they put like the the a chopper in the background of a scene like in when they, one, when, like or when something. they poorly paint Lars Mikkelsen blue and are like, yeah, we've, exactly. we've done enough, <laughs> right? Like it'll be like a like a like bad live action versions of the Spy Racers, and like they won't be explicitly addressed. Maybe Dom will like nod to Tony or something, right? But like that'll be that'll be it. Uh, or maybe it'll be just Tony, because sometimes they do that when they tie, like, a show back into a movie series, is they only bring, like, the one guy from the show instead of all the other characters. Um, so, like, do we think that that's gonna happen? Or, because clearly, again, the only reason there's a chance this could happen is because Vin Diesel cared enough about this show to be in the finale of it. (laughs) So, like, that in my mind, makes this show canon, question mark, and shows that, uh, you know, look, Vin Diesel put more effort into this show than he did into the ride, into his whole performance in the Ride Universal Studios ride, right? So, Driver, move that vehicle! Just occasionally will pop into my brain every now and then. I'm, like, taking a shit and Vin Diesel rises out of the floor in my subconscious and is like, Driver, move that vehicle! (laughs) And goes back down. Exactly! Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. No, it's very good, right? So, like, I think there's, there's the thing is, there's a non-zero chance that that will that this terrible show that nobody has seen will be like minutely relevant to a film that happened, like a, a an entry in the mainline film franchise. I think it's unlikely, but I think that chance is non-zero purely because Vin Diesel clearly is like 
hasn't forgotten, or at least as of the end of the show, hadn't forgotten about its existence, which I would have sworn he had if he hadn't shown up. You know something? This actually brings me to a segment I was thinking of doing, um, but wasn't sure if it would be funny. Uh, but you <laughs> well, none of none of this has been funny. But so. you have now made it relevant. Um, but I didn't come up with a uh, a theme intro for the segment because All right. I wasn't sure if we were going to do it. So now I got to come up with something on the fly. And just to be I don't think you do. I think with you... the previous segments, it does have to be performed by Dave Matthews. Um, oh so God. I'm just gonna, uh, do a little bit of- Is this our most unlistenable episode? <laughs> here on this highway, all these cars end up on the sidewalk, people in every direction. Okay, this is called Why? People in Every Direction. We're gonna do a fan cast, uh, for live-action Spy Racers. You see, one of the tumblers <laughs> that I discovered, um, now here's the thing, here's the trick to this game, though, here's the trick to this game- yeah. One of the fan posts that I discovered on Tumblr mm. had a fan cast for a live action Layla that they Ooh. wanted to see in the movies. Here's the thing there uh. is an art to fan casts because uh. if anyone has ever seen fan cast posts, there's a specific okay. way that people fan cast, which is uniquely terrible. You know what I mean? Okay. Like where they like cast like. No, I, I have no idea what you mean because Zachary, I have not seen any. Okay, so if, if if you were like growing up in the era, like height of fandom era, right? Um, like say you were Ugh. in like middle school and high school when like the MCU was becoming a big thing, there were a lot of fan cast posts that would go around the internet, um, where people would you know come up with an actor that they wanted to play a specific role, and it was usually like people who. Kind of, it kind of betrays the fact that they kind of really only watch like four or five things. You know what I mean? So like, sure, yeah. today, like every fan cast is like actors from like Stranger Things or Game of Thrones, and a lot of these would end up being who would end up playing the characters. You know, like um, right. So like back in that time period, it would have been like Benedict Cumberbatch was in every exactly every, every had like to be Benedict in every Cumberbatch single as the yeah. next Doctor, the thirteenth Doctor, right? Yeah, the twelfth Doctor at the time, right? Like you know right. stuff like that. So um, they you, you know so like a, a a very common one was John. Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic, which is the reason right. he's in Multiverse of Madness is like it's a joke that everyone on the internet right. always wanted him to be Mr. Fantastic. So um so there's a specific style of fan casting where it's like you take kind of not A-list actors, because they're already in whatever franchise it is, sure, not yeah. like D-list actors, not like somebody who is on like two or three shows and is an up-and-coming star, but like someone mm. who's been in like four big projects that you know of and you just decide arbitrarily like <laughs> oh this character has blonde hair this is a blonde actress She's Fuck, in it. okay so um let's do a little round of fan casting first can you guess who they fan cast as Layla gray no, so i'm trying desperately to th are there any blonde characters in stranger things ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit i'll give you a hint it, it wasn't stranger things Okay. Was it Game of Thrones? I, I do not believe so. She was not in there. Okay. Um, She's been in some YA stuff. Oh, I'm not going to get... In some comedies. Um, There's a problem is I can't remember anybody's names. I can just tell you. Because uh, I saw a few Kristen posts. Shaw. Uh, that'd be amazing. Uh, no, it was, no, it it was Chloe Grace Moretz. Oh, okay. Cool. It doesn't fit, but... Uh, uh, 
I, I, I would, uh, I would not cast yeah. Chloe Grace, Grace Moretz as Layla. Not really. Who would you cast as Layla? Oh God. Um. Well, so you've got the fact that she like occasionally I'm just gonna, randomly. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna come out and say it for me. Uh, Natalie Dyer from Stranger Things. Let's go. <laughs> who is that? Who is that one? Oh, she's the the older sister. Oh, okay. I was like, you got you got to tell me like the the characters that they play because I don't know anybody's name. Look, man, I'm just I'm going with okay. And then um for Tony, I'm gonna say um uh Steve from Stranger Things. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> well, let's let's think here. Um, Cisco. Um, you know that kid from Stranger Things? <laughs> <laughs> no, hold on, because Cisco, you need like a like a a a, a, a kind of beefy, uh, but relatively young, um, uh, kind of from Zack Snyder's Justice League. Ray Fisher. Let's go. Don't know who the head is. Okay, fine. <laughs> sure, whatever. <laughs> I don't know any of these people. <laughs> um, all right, who you, who'd you cast as uh, as Echo? Uh, I have no idea, Zachary. I don't know anybody. Um, I don't know. What's the right answer? You tell me. What's you know? You got all the answers, bro. Um, see, the problem is there aren't any Asian women in Stranger Things. Yeah, uh, God. This bit sucks. <laughs> this is not a good bit, Zachary. <laughs> All right. We're, uh, I, don't think, I don't think this is funny. <laughs> I think we should pull, pull the plug on this. I am trying to think because I. Okay. Miss Nowhere could just be her voice actress. Because you, you, you could just keep one, right? Like, um, Sure. Oh, you know. You know how I cast as Tony though on ironic uh, Joe Jonas. Okay, should we say so? Wait, was he the Jonas brother who was in Tumanji? Whichever Jonas brother who was in Tumanji and already uh oh wait no that's three Manji. Yeah, I don't. I, okay, let listen. No, no, listen no, no. It is Tumanji. It is Tumanji. One of the Jonas brothers is in Tumanji. If you say so. He, no, listen. He's the guy. Because remember, there are five players. One of them's already taken. The four of them go in, and then the one guy who shows up, he's been in there forever, right? Right. That one is one of the Jonases. I don't know. Wait, really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Oh, I don't remember that. Um, I do have one spot on casting though. Oh my god, this is the worst bit. No, 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 no. this is this is really good. And uh, Frosty would just be uh, his voice actor. Yes, it would just be Magnitude. Uh, magnitude, yeah. Um, as Julius. Okay. I was wondering about this. Pitbull. No! <laughs> and for Gary. Uh-huh. Pitbull in blackface. No, no, I was gonna, I was gonna <laughs> say, like, maybe, like, Terry Crews, right? Like... <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> it's not a good joke. <laughs> Cut this whole fucking bit out of this miserable podcast. <laughs> this is nothing. Uh, if they were identical twins, though, and we could do, like, a split-screen kind of Army Hammer, Lindsay Lohan kind of effect where it's, like, it's two pit bulls. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and we just get double just the pit bulls. An extra ten, yeah, right. and they're like bantering with themselves. Like, here's the thing: if The Rock could be in blackface for <laughs> G.I. Joe retaliation, <laughs> The Rock would be 
We haven't talked about that on here before. No, I'm not. I refuse <laughs> to elaborate. If The Rock can be in blackface for G.I. Joe retaliation, then Pitbull can <laughs> be slightly tan for uh for Julius or, or Gary or whichever one it is. So I'm actually gonna I'm gonna put my foot down. You're right, actually. Two pitbull, spray t- pitbull and spray tan pitbull, because he's not, he's, you know, he's not black. Gary's not black. He's just tan, right? So we just have, we have pitbull and spray tan pitbull, like bronze pitbull, right? It's like the extra ra- rare golden pitbull, right? It's like Five Nights at Freddy's lore. There's two pitbulls. One of them is a special oh foil color, God. special variant pitbull. We do the Army <laughs> Hammer split screen where they're both pitbull. And but here's the thing: in the canon, they actually still aren't twins, so we can get pitbull making out with pitbull, like that one scene in Alien Covenant where Michael Fassbender makes out with himself. So we are gonna get pitbull and brown pitbull just. Absolutely smushing down on each other. This will be, and this is keep in mind. This is in Fast Ten Part Three, right? Like, there's a lot of other plot going on. We're gonna take like a 15 minute detour just to have Pitbull and Pitbull, Bronze Pitbull, right? Really just going to town. Well, don't worry, because the the uh, you know the theatrical release of Fast Ten Three is gonna be four hours long with no intermission. (laughs) All right. Uh, we're we're getting into runtime discourse now. We got to pull the plug. I yeah, let's let's pull the report. I think uh, I think I think let's uh, let's wrap up. Do you have um bookkeeping notes for uh? Yeah, uh, yeah. okay. So, um, I, I want to. It's been a while, obviously. So I just want to uh, you know, uh, everybody, thank you for for joining us uh for this episode uh and for uh patiently and anxiously awaiting this uh, latest installment of the podcast Eagerly awaiting. i did have a couple people reach out to me and uh ask when the next episode of the podcast was going to be yeah. which I, I i was touched by so thank you for those people who um you know, you know yeah you it is and in all seriousness it is nice that there are a few people who listen we appreciate you very much um so uh just to recap sort of all of our bullshit um the podcast website is uh inreversecast.com uh and there you can uh you know listen and download any of the episodes uh you can also get uh links to subscribe to the podcast from there in any major podcast player and this is a point that uh, i want to briefly uh issue a psa to our listeners Listeners, I you know we we don't track any of the the like uh, information about like who's listening or downloading or anything like that. We couldn't even if we wanted to, but I do get like statistics for how people are listening to the podcast, and the vast majority of people are listening to the podcast in a web browser. Guys, you don't have to live like that. <laughs> This is, by the way, this is, Joey isn't getting up on a soapbox here because you've done anything wrong. This is just one of those things of, like, he's just bothered by the fact that people do this. No, but it is, it is, here's the thing, though, like, I, I appreciate that you listen to the podcast. Listen to the podcast however you want. We don't have to live it like that. Every smartphone comes with either Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. If you have Spotify, we're there too. We're like we're in every conceivable thing capable and, and of playing podcasts. A lot podcasts. of those places have uh, ratings, so you can give us a star rating while you're there, which uh, that would do. be nice. But, but that would be great for us, but just for your own sakes. Like, 
listen to the podcast in a thing that's designed for listening to podcasts. I promise it'll make it a better experience than having to click on a link every time and listen to it in your web browser. Like, do whatever you want, but like, just so you know, you have options and we link to them. Uh, so anyway, sorry, that's my, my just sort of brief PSA to you. Uh, but really, we appreciate uh, any uh, any listening that you do. Um, we're on uh, a socials, uh, mostly Instagram yeah, at this point, Yeah, at this point, point every other social media platform is kind of imploding, so we're primarily just focusing on Instagram, which is also how most people who listen to the podcast get their updates for it, uh, as we have found out, so that's primarily you know where we're going to be uploading information. We also try to include little like images for each of our episodes on there as well, so you get a little bit extra um, And that's uh, we're at, at in reverse cast on Instagram, yeah, I believe. Um, you know, the, the upload schedule is going to be a little bit um, inconsistent. Uh, we are going to still go back to our bi-monthly release schedule, um, but it may not be exactly every other week for the time being, just because um, we're going to try to get you guys some holiday specials, actually. Um, some themed episodes, because um, we're going into the holiday season. So for November and December, um, you may see, because we released a, a Halloween uh, episode a day early. It wasn't really a Halloween episode, just was resurrecting the podcast. It so. was just the episode that we recorded a couple months ago yeah, that, we, that we resurrected for yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, a little zombie episode there. Um, yeah. Really, really Franken episode, because that the original recording of it was like three and a half hours. Yeah, we were just sort of puppeting its corpse along for two months for you guys. Um, But yeah, so, so we are going to come out with, um, we're, we're going to be flying a little bit more on the seat of our pants, kind of recording closer to release, but we are going to be making a few more topical episodes, releasing them um, for Thanksgiving and, um, you know, for obviously, um, you know, the big holiday coming up, which is Jimmy Buffett's birthday. Um, and uh, that's December 25th, by the way, Joey. Of, of blessed memory. Uh, Thank you. Yes. yes. The, the birth of our, our savior, Jimmy Buffett, uh, rest in paradise. Um, and <laughs> um, yeah. So next episode. Amen. Uh, which I, I'm not sure when exactly it's going to go up, but um, our next episode, uh, we're finally watching another movie. Um, one I I forgot that we had <laughs> <laughs> one which I actually am very excited. One which I've seen before. The first piece of Fast and Furious media that I ever saw, um, excluding of course the the park ride, um, which is the uh, the Hobbs and Shaw movie. Um, or did I watch that before the park ride? Actually, I don't. Man, I don't know. Anyway, um, so we are going to be watching uh, Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw, um, the uh, currently only spinoff, officially branded spinoff. There are other movies which are canon, but, um, you know, uh, the... the, the uh, We'll get, we'll to, get that. to that. But uh, The Rock yeah. led uh, sp the spinoff, Buddy Comedy with Jason Statham. Um, I was going to say it would be a break from Spy Racers, but the plot is they have to find it. It's the same thing as every season so far, yeah. So, yeah, whatever. But, uh, yeah, so we are going to be doing um, Hobbs and Shaw next um, as our uh, next episode. So look forward to that. All right, Zachary, you uh, you always uh, close this out with uh, some sort of uh, inspirational uh, quote. What do you what do you have for us uh, this time? Well, this time around, I mean, it was a little bit harder to find inspirational quotes because watching Japanese, a lot of the wisdom is carried from the voice acting. Um, but uh, I did find something which I, I found inspirational, which I did want to share with you and our listeners here. Um, you mm -hmm. see. And by the way, this doesn't exist anywhere. Nobody has recorded 
this anywhere, so I had to meticulously copy it down from the subtitles of the episode. Um, nice. But I wrote down the lyrics to C Majors, the song that the <laughs> cartoon underwater band uh, plays <laughs> in Tony Toretto's Hallucination. And um, I thought that uh, I would read the lyrics uh, for the inspiration and uh, you know enjoyment of you and our, our listening public. Oh, please do. Um, but to be consistent with the rest of the episode, I do have to read the lyrics oh, as Dave Matthews. <laughs> Fine. A dolphin, an otter, an angler, a crustacean. We're all friends in this undersea nation. The water is fine, so come dip your toes. We hit the notes, highest highs, lowest lows. Sea majors, pipe stronger than the tide. Sea majors, these notes are your guide. Sea majors, we'll float your boat. Sea majors, cause we are the goat. Talent bursting out of these gills. We're the number one for some dollar dollar bills. Is that it? Are we done? He wakes up in the morning. Oh my god. Alright, that's it. We're done. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs>